This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Touchdown, Kansas City! Damian Williams runs to immortality! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Addison Patterson. Wow. Sounds like something at a poetry slam, Dave. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Jayton Alexander with six, crosses over, drives in, drives to the basket, shot is good! 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 And one! Everything happening in the sports world. And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I've always had trouble with my hammy, and it's just been, it's kind of chronic and there's just really nothing I can do about it. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. In case you couldn't tell, the delay was on. It had not been reset yet. I had not. The delay was on by by like a half a second. Okay. And so when I started talking... You could hear yourself in the... No, I couldn't hear myself. Ah, But then all of a sudden, I started yelling at myself. There you go. And so what I was saying and what I was hearing did not match up. Okay. And so that's why I promptly had to rip my headphones out of my ears. I noticed that. And so that way I could finish speaking process what i needed to do in order to get the delay off but we're good to go okay and of course we had no show yesterday you might tell the people your dilemma yeah it's been a weird weekend i lost my voice over the weekend which has never happened to me eight years of broadcasting games and broadcasting a lot of games i never lost my voice yeah you blew a vocal cord at that matt college game Right at the end of the oh, game. Oh, the, the Matt College game was bad. <laughs> I, I was just a dead man for four hours just softly speaking, and every now and then Steve would chime something in and say, oh, well, it's a it's a nice day, and hey, we're, we're having fun. And they're in this very exciting game down in the closing moments, and my voice is cracking, and, and I'm speaking at about this pace, and it's just, oh, it's a great game. Well, and you were pausing you had to pause in the men's game because you could tell your voice was going. and I was dying. Yeah, so I was trying to chime in whenever I could. With but something. I think I've survived. I think we've come out of it. I hope so. And I'm thinking that we're going to have two fun games tonight. It's great to get back into a rhythm with you, Steve. Okay. We hadn't spoken on air in like three days together. I know. We've, we've missed about two or three days here in the last two weeks, it seems like. Reunited, and it feels so good. Whatever. Well, Steve. I know that's a song back in the... Day, so. it, it was a song. It was a great song. Okay. We're off to a weird start today. Very weird. But I get the feeling we're going to finish strong. Oh, let's do. You and I are closers. Big night of bullpup basketball tonight. As and of right now. As of right now, the games are still on. The, the streets, It's 1230. Yeah, the streets are actually not that bad. I don't know what the interstate's like. If you know anybody's been on the interstate. Mark in the morning called when he went home early today yeah. and said the interstate was looking good. Okay. So, you know, basically... We go four lane the whole way, so, uh, you know, that's not bad. My mother will be very worried. Oh, Tracy's always worried. She's the queen of all weather. She is. She always knows what's going on with my weather. Yeah. Even though most of the time I don't know. And it does look like it's let up here 
it's just barely a few flurries in the air right now. It was coming down pretty good from about uh, 11 to 11.30, but uh, it looks like it's let up quite a bit. So, Well, Steve, we're looking forward to making our way down to Augusta tonight. We'll talk about those two really big matchups for both teams. And for those of you wondering, these are two games that both teams really, really need. Right. They need to play these they, games. Yeah, they really do. Especially the girls, because at this point, if and we'll talk about this later, but if the girls don't play at Andover Center and they don't get to make this game up, because remember, the sub-state seating is announced on Saturday morning. Right. We are running out of makeup days. Right. So if they do not play and Andover Central wins two games, the Bullpups would be the number two seat. Right. For the Bullpup boys, man, do they really they've need this game. Yeah. Because if they win, they've got a chance at the five seed. Right. If they play, they've got a chance at the six seed. If they don't play, then very likely they would be the seven seed. So this team really needs to play this game tonight, regardless of what happens. And, and, and of Augusta, course, they both want wins. Augusta has a game Friday, too. No, they play on Thursday, Thursday. against Winfield. Okay. So potentially this game could be made up on Friday. Yeah, when it's supposed to be like 58 degrees. But there are also opportunities to Coach Kinneman, Coach Strathman. The reason that they wanted to end today is so that they well, yeah, could go they, scout on they, Thursday they had and all Friday. Their, they've got all their strategy mapped out. For recruiting later in the week and well scouting scouting recruiting, yes. <laughs> recruiting. they're, they're going to go down to Goddard and, say, and yeah. say hey you want to come on up here yeah that's other schools that do that so. <laughs> but, but but we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit yeah. Steve you and I enjoyed our trip down to Dridger Nation last night that's right greatest rivalry west of the Mississippi and we of course were treated like kings they were very happy they were nice very nice to us very happy to see us both Inman fans. Mound Ridge fans, I, t- I was shaking a lot of hands, kissing a lot of babies. Steve's a politician, and especially when it comes to Mound Ridge and Inman. Well, and There's I get- something about those two places that they love Steve. Well, of course, my friend Bruiser, you know, he's down in Mound Ridge. Well, he was pondering. He was really pondering last night during that game. And what a, you know, it, it looked like it was going to be a route. Inman had a, you know, a big lead, halftime. But, you know, it wouldn't be Mound Ridge, Inman if it didn't come down to the wire. And, of course, it did. Uh, Mound Ridge uh, made a great comeback in the third quarter. They scored the first 12 points in the third quarter, took the lead in the fourth quarter, and then uh, Inman went on a, like a 9-0 run with about uh, four minutes to go, and the Teutons get the victory. They have another game scheduled for tonight. I haven't heard if it's still on. Harrington, no news yet. No news yet. Harrington, that's a long, you know. they're Are they the Railers? They are the Railers. And Inman really wants to play that game because Harrington's not very good, and that should be a win for for, for the Teutons, help for seating purposes. But, uh, no, we really enjoyed our time. Always when we go to Dridger Nation, they treat us great. It was kind of a quiet crowd, and, and I, asked, I asked some people why it was so quiet for an Inman Mount Ridge game. They said it was Monday night. Just, just kind of threw everything off. Well, it threw off my TV watching purposes. Number one, oh, no. we didn't get to watch two very important programs last night. Number one, Steve, we didn't get an opportunity – to watch much of the KU game. You got to see a little bit more I saw of the it second half. as they were playing Oklahoma State. I had to come up here and work. So, right. you know, one of us was working, and right. you got to kick your feet up and watch the Jayhawks. Right. But it also really interfered with my bachelor viewing. 
So I had to I, watch it later. You know, that I don't feel sorry for. You can tape that and watch that anytime. I, I taped it and I, I watched it yeah. back. I don't Made think, sure to get done with it. I don't think we need to talk about The oh, Bachelor. Oh, it's getting we got, juicy, Steve. We got too much stuff going on. Talk about The Bachelor. You want me to break down what the fantasy suites are no, for you? No, we don't need that. You, I, you don't want to learn about that? I don't think... I think we need to stick to the script, and we don't need to talk about The Bachelor. Okay, Steve. I'll, I'll give in to you, but... I didn't get to see much of the KU game last night. I know they won 83-58 over Oklahoma State. I didn't get to see much of it last night, but I did see the very important game on Saturday. You and I were watching that game as KU played on the road at Baylor, and the Jayhawks won, moved up into that number one spot. And I told you last week, Steve, you knew how this was going to play oh, out. Oh, I, I had KU. You know, normally I'm really nervous when... KU plays in a big game like that. I, I was thinking of a different it. word that starts with N for you about KU. Nervous. Nervous. I was thinking of a different word, but, negative. Yeah, but I just had a feeling all day KU was going to win. I'll tell you, Azabuki has really in the last two weeks just turned into a monster. Yeah. He is just, you know, he's, he's lost all that weight, and I think he's finally realizing, hey, we're getting near the finish line. It's time for me to take it to a different level. And he really has. And 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 right now, I mean, I wrote my column. If if uh, I had a vote, I'd probably or I don't no, it was on my spot. I said I'd probably split my vote between Azabuki and Dotson. But realistically, Azabuki is the whole key to that team. Yes. And and he's probably gonna I think he's gonna be the the uh, MVP of the league with Dotson second. And, and if things he, continue yeah, it this way. Yeah. And uh, you know, KU and Baylor you know, you wonder how they're going to figure out if they win out. There's really no tiebreaker because they've all beaten the other teams in the conference. Right. And they won on each other's home floor. I guess so those have to do a coin flip. Well, they just would be co-champions. Yeah, yeah. There's probably some weird rule for who gets to be the number one seed. I think it's going. To, I think it comes down to a coin flip. So heads or tails. But you know, I watched the second half of KU last night. You know, we listened to part of the first half on the way home from Mound Ridge. And it sounded like the first half they were pretty sluggish. But I'll tell you what, they really ramped it up in the second half. Azabuki was just dunking everywhere. Ochai Abaji actually was – he showed up offensively. You know, he's been kind of MIA. Uh, Dodson was getting to the basket like he always does. Marcus Garrett, of course, was getting steals left and right. Christian Brown hit for double figures. David McCormick was throwing his weight around. And Oklahoma State was just overmatched. Steve, do you remember our conversation that we had last week at talking about the state of college basketball yes. and talking about what we need to do? And that was... I don't remember what we said. So, so I asked you, do you remember? And you said yes. No, no, I, I did not so, say yes. So lowering our standards oh, yeah, for yeah. college basketball. Well, it needs to go real low because this is the worst year talent-wise in college basketball that I can ever remember. You have to remember, I've been watching college basketball... I think the first championship game I watched was in 1964. I believe it was UCLA and I want to say Michigan maybe with Cassie Russell. But uh, 64 was the first time I really paid attention to college basketball. So I've watched it for a long time. And right now the talent level is just beyond bad. I mean, it, there's there are not – a lot of good teams out there. There's a lot of teams. Very I would bid that I don't think the talent level was that great in 1964. Oh, I begged it. Well, Kareem, well, Lou Alcindor was coming well, on the scene. Okay, he was playing against you and me. Yeah, but but uh, I I just feel like you know the, the the teams don't shoot the ball as well. The fundamentals aren't as good. And the thing is, the athletes are so good now. I mean, let's face it, the athletes are still really good. 
But these guys really play defense and their offense. They've, you know, they've gotten down to dunking and shooting threes. Can I take a different angle on this? I was just going to add the mid-range game has disappeared. Well, can I take the angle that I don't think it's that players are worse. I don't really think that's what it is. Part of it, I think, is that the talent is distributed really well this year. I think that adds to it a little bit. The last couple of years, let's face it, last year, Duke was a lot better than everybody else right. because they had an unbelievable amount of talent. KU in the last few years has been a lot better than everybody else because Kentucky. they have more talent. Kentucky, Villanova, Virginia, you go down the line right. that it was very top-heavy last year, but I thought it was good. This year, I think it's just very evenly balanced. Now, does it have the same star powers last year? No. It's different. And I think that in terms of top-tier talent, we don't have that same incredible amount of players, but I think everything is balanced. And what I mean by that is Dayton is as competitive and as, and as well-distributed as other teams. San Diego State, right. Gonzaga. There are some really good teams in college basketball this year. The problem is it's hard to tell because they all beat each other. Well, I read a story that the top seven picks in the NBA draft are going to be guys that aren't playing in NCAA college basketball. It's either foreign players or players like which one of the balls, Leangelo, I think it is. Maybe LaMelo. LaMelo, one of those. One of big ballers' sons. That went to Australia. Yeah, there's about four guys that went to Australia or somewhere else, bypassed their freshman year in college to go play, you know, overseas. And there's like four of those guys and three foreign players that are in the top seven. And Obi Tobin, I believe it is. From, from Dayton. He is like number projected number eight. He is the top player that is playing in college basketball right now. He's a very good player, He too. is very good. And that was a really good win for KU in Maui, yeah. looking back on it. But, Steve, how weird was this past weekend where you had number one Baylor lose to KU. Right. You had number two Gonzaga lose at BYU. I watched that game. And, B and BYU just played unbelievable. I watched uh, it. Gonzaga couldn't catch a break. BYU made every single they shot. Did. And then San Diego State lost for the first time at home to a not-that-good UNLV team. And I watched that game, too. And I did not come away. Obviously, San Diego State lost, but I just didn't I didn't come away with the feeling they're a Final Four team. And granted, UNLV had something to do with that, but that's an, that's an UNLV team. It's 500. Very average. I watched a lot of college basketball on Saturday because I was at home and with, without a voice. Yeah. So I was just listening to the smooth sounds of Bill Walton, yeah. all the good people. Yeah. I watched all the highlights from the day. Mm -hmm. It was the first well, day that we've that, had like that in a while. That, it helped that we had Matt College basketball, kind of a matinee, at 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock. I like that a lot better. Oh, I love 3 and 5. Compared days. to the 5 and 7. Oh, yeah. But we're excited for the Bulldogs on Thursday night. What a huge week we've got this week, Steve. Oh, yeah. It's not a very heavy bullpup basketball week, which we'll talk about next, but we've got state wrestling on Friday right. and I was Saturday. I'm on my pre-seed right now. We've got... Girls State Wrestling and Mac College Men in the KCAC Tournament on Thursday. Right. Both in Salina. You and I will be driving around town like crazy people. Well, what's the perplexed look on your face? You said both in Salina. I thought boys were in Park City. Did Mike no, we're talking about Girls State Wrestling right, on Thursday. Right, in Salina. Oh, okay. In Salina. Oh, and Mac College. On Thursday. Okay. At Mac College Wrestling or Mac College Basketball. In Salina. We'll be in Salina Correct. on Thursday. Correct. 
boys wrestling on Friday and Saturday in Park City. And if you have a cell phone at Park City, be prepared because there's not very good cell service in the Hartman Arena. It's not very good. No. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. Let's talk bullpup basketball next. Let's do. Because of at this moment, at 1243, we are playing basketball. So far. At this moment. I I don't I didn't even ask Shane Bakus what the uh, cutoff time was. Generally it's one o'clock. They make a decision at one o'clock. So right now it's a go, but if it's not, we'll let you know. Did that rhyme? Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> nice work, Edgar Allan Poe. Well, well, I'm a poet and I didn't know it, so ah, <laughs> we'll take a break. You're listening to According to Jim, ninety six point seven FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve Sally, you ready for some basketball tonight? I think so. I'm ready to see a really good boys game. I don't think the girls game is going to be very competitive. Bullpup girls should finish off a 19-1 regular season, 10-0 in Division Three. But the boys game, this is about as big a challenge as the Bullpups have had in their eight years, I believe, in Division Three. Because Augusta, a very good team, 14-4 coming in. Uh, they've played well recently. They've got size. They've got shooters. And it is going to be one hostile environment. When this is a game that Augusta really needs right. in terms of its 4A West standings, they've been the number one team for quite some time. And a win for them tonight puts them into the driver's seat with Winfield coming up on Thursday for them to wrap up the season. So a really big game for the Augusta boys. For the Augusta girls, they have been on quite the slide lately. They're 3-15 and so far this season. But I think this boys game is really, really big for both teams. And like we've mentioned, when it comes down to the 5A West sub-state standings, this might be the most important game for the McPherson boys because they are in a position, if they win, and then remember defensive points per game is probably the next tiebreaker for them right. because they're going to put themselves with a win to 14-6. and six. The Capen boys are also 14 and 6. They're in the clubhouse. Yep. They're done. And at 14 and 6, the Bullpup boys, unless they give up like 120 points tonight, would probably beat them in defensive points per game, meaning that they would move into the five spot. And the five spot is a really good spot to be in for Substate next week. Yep. Now, Hayes still has two games this week. If Hayes wins both and keeps their opponent point total low, then they've got a chance to jump on, but they would be guaranteed at least a sixth spot. Right. I think Salina South uh, is in there. I think they're, what, 12 and 6? Are they 12 and 6, I believe? Salina South is 11 and 7. So 11 they, and 7. They okay. would not be able to move into this conversation. Okay. So, and then, of course, Andover Central, they're out of it. They're 11 and 7 as well. But McPherson owns the tiebreaker with them. Look, easiest thing to do, just win tonight, and then uh, you got a chance. You stay away from. If you win tonight, you stay away from Carroll. You stay away from Andover. Uh, the only way you could play those teams if you see them at state tournament. So take care of business night. I think the Bullpup boys right now are playing as good as they have played all year. they got great chemistry, great camaraderie. You know, they've got some size inside with 
the big man, Cody Stuffelbeing. Cooper Courtney's really picked his game up. Hey, Schmidt really shooting the ball great. Um, you know, Jayton Alexander makes tough plays. Then Seth Madron's a great athlete. And then you got the Pyle Cousins coming off the bench, uh, really doing a good job. They're a really solid seven-man rotation right now. Steve, what is the word we have said a lot over the last month for this McPherson boys team? Confidence. Man, wouldn't this build some confidence, a win tonight over Augusta, and put yourself into the conversation of five or six, meaning you get a sub-state home game. I think that this is the game that can really jump this team forward. And the th- I think the Bueller game helped a lot, but I think this is the one that with all that momentum it could give you going into the, into the sub-state, this one's huge. Well, you know, people say 14-6. and six. That's a really good record for a lot of teams. But, you know, McPherson fans, we've kind of, you know, gotten spoiled because they're used to 19 and 1, 18 and 2, 17 and 3. Well, 14 and 6, with the schedule this team has played, I think is pretty commendable because this has been the toughest schedule a Bullpup team has ever undertaken on the boys' side. They have played an incredible schedule. But let's look at their losses and who they've been to. Right. Derby, a team that at one point this year has been ranked as high as number two. In Class 6A. Correct. Piper, at their place, on a Saturday after playing the night before, a team that has been number one in Class 4A. And that was a good game for two and a, about almost three quarters. Blue Valley, you lose by six, and there were some late baskets there at the end that helped propel that lead forward. A team that has been in the top eight in Class 6A. Collegiate, by three, at their place with a shot to tie at the buzzer. A team that has been ranked number one in Class 3A. And then Andale. Losing by 10 in a game where they pulled away in the final minutes. A team that has been ranked in the top five of Class 4A. And you forgot Andover to open the season. Right. I forgot about them, the number two team in Class 5A. That, that is 18-0. and 0. And made 18 threes. Yeah. Or 28 threes, whatever it was. Uh, 25, yeah. th- 30 threes in the game. Right, right. So, when you look at the teams that they've lost to... It's a pretty dang good resume. Yeah. All so those that's, teams are that's why gonna... tonight is a huge one. Right. And Augusta, of course, the Bullpups beat Augusta here by, I think it was 14 points, if I remember right. Something to that 14, 16, something. 67, 51. 67, 16 then. But I thought that was, to me, that's still the best game the team's played all year. I still think the Bueller game here might have been the second best game they played all year. But this is a team. When they're knocking the three ball down, hey, Schmidt right now, you talk about a guy that's shooting it with confidence. He is really shooting it with confidence. And if he can knock some shots down, that allows Seth Madron to kind of, you know, fly to the lane and throw down some dunks. The big man inside, Cody Stuffelbean, you know, he's a horse. Cooper Courtney has been hitting the boards really hard, getting some putbacks, scoring around the basket. This is a team that's playing with the C word, confidence. The McPherson girls tonight, they can lock up the number one spot in Class 5A West, and that's why they need to play this game. And let's face it, Augusta has struggled this year. Well, the Bullpups won by 51 the first time. They're coming off a loss against El Dorado on Friday night. And if McPherson wins tonight, it would be the 12th time in program history that they finish the regular season with one or fewer losses. Jesus Christ. 12 times. That's unbelievable. And this would be the third consecutive year. Right. Where they finish with one or fewer losses in the regular season. And that is quite the number, considering this is season number 51. And if you're 12 out of 51... With one loss or less. That's pretty good. Not bad. It puts you in a pretty good positioning. I always call it rarefied air. 
So a chance to do it for a third consecutive season. And like I've mentioned, this one is so important because if you win tonight and play tonight, you are the number one seed for substate. And very likely, if you win two games, the number one seed at state. If you lose tonight, or if you don't play tonight, not if you lose, if you don't play tonight and can't make this game up, that's where things get interesting, Well, is that Andover Central could jump them. It's supposed to be in the middle to high 50s, I believe, on Friday. There is no excuse if it gets eventually postponed today, which it doesn't look like it's going to. But if it does get postponed, there is no reason the teams can't play on Friday. Neither team's playing on Friday. Get the game in. We'll find a way. You bet. All right, Steve, let's take one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve Sell, we're excited for some bullpup basketball tonight. You bet. You know what I'm the most excited about? I don't know. Is that I can speak again? Oh, yeah. I didn't know if I'd ever speak again. Well, I had a feeling. I think there were a few people that would have been very excited by that. <laughs> it's like, time for these guys to shut up forever. Yeah. Are you going to pay attention to K-State on the road at Baylor tonight, Steve? No, I'm not. That's just going to be a massacre. K-State's like, what, 2-12? and 12? In the Big 12? Well, they're 9-18 and 18 overall. Ooh. Did you see the attendance numbers at Texas the other night? No. When K-State was playing at Texas? I did not. Oh, my gosh. There were like zero people at this game. Well, and I get that K-State's not very good and, and that you might not draw your biggest crowd of the year whenever they come to town. But I'm serious. There were like 800 people Well, if it's not a football, they don't really pay attention in Texas. What a weird time. Yeah. What a weird place. The give, attendance give, was give, listed at 9,700. Well, I don't know if there were 700 people there. Yeah. Well, I'm serious. It, it, it was wild. It's not like there's a snowstorm in Austin, Texas. But I will say one thing. K-State, the games I've seen. Well, I guess that game was in Manhattan. Maybe it was earlier in the week. Oh, Texas okay. had like zero people okay, at the game. I was going to say, K-State crowds have still been good despite, you know, as bad as they I was play. about to say. But Texas played somebody last week. Yeah. And there were like zero people there. Yeah. It was wild. Well, that's... That's a, that's a program that's probably going to have a change in direction after this year. Remember how they're fourth of the Big Twelve. Remember how hot Shaka Smart was. Yeah, big hire. Yeah, Shaka and Shaka's shock the world. His uh, star has burnt is dimmed. I should say it's burned out. It's gone dim. Tough break for Texas. Yeah, don't you feel so bad for them? No, they have more resources than any college in the country. Come on, don't you feel bad? Why? Everything's bigger in Texas. Don't well, mess with I, Texas. Don't mess with Texas, I know. It's a sad day to see him struggling. Steve, tonight, you think we're going to make it? I hope so. Road trip. I just, as long as the uh, snow doesn't start accumulating on the roads, I think we're fine. It's, you know, the streets are staying, staying wet. Tell people where to stay updated on what's happening with the games tonight. MidKansasOnline.com, we've... Already had two reports. Smoky Valley's off. They postponed the night. Canton Galva's canceled. 
Uh, haven't heard from the other area schools. Uh, Elyria bo- uh, girls are playing tonight. The boys played last night. And then I haven't heard. I think uh, um, I haven't heard from the other schools. We will receive about 10,000 calls probably in the next hour. That's good. Of people saying, hey, did they cancel the game tonight? Yeah. And my answer will be, for now, no. We just got an email from our owner, Jerry, and he said, did they cancel tonight's game? So we'll tell Jerry, stay tuned at midkansasonline.com. Right. And if you go there and nothing is posted, that means we're on. That's right. And so far, we are still on, and we will contact Shane Bakus as soon as our show's over and see if he's got any update for us. All right, Steve. Looking forward to tonight. Oh, yeah. Mush. Are you describing the road conditions? Get or would that, that be slush? Mush. Get the Huskies out and ready to roll. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight on the road at Augusta. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoefit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.